1: Hey, what's up, students? Happy Sunday, man. I hope you're getting ready to worship with us at the Blended Service or the Lift, 9 or 11. And then juniors tonight, 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 juniors at 6 o'clock in the Student Center. Come hang out with us, man. We can't wait to see you. You get a chance to meet your life group leaders. It's gonna be an awesome time. But today, good news, good news. We are finishing The Prophet Joel. Just a three-chapter book we're finishing up here on the podcast. And man, I thought about doing this yesterday, but I didn't wanna make yesterday's episode too long. And so let's just finish the last few verses. And I said this a couple days days, ago at Joel chapter two, but in moments like this in the prophets, when there's, there's a lot of intense stuff, right? Because remember, part of the prophet's job is to call out sin and covenant unfaithfulness amongst the people. So it's a pretty intense job, right? I mean, it is, but in every minor prophet, like in every there's, there's hope that's laid out, that that every prophet is embedded with hope. And it's so cool. And, um, and you see glimpses of that. And when, when you see the glimpses of it, man, it's so beautifully bright. It's just awesome. And it's so cool. And so I love what happens here at the end of Joel, because remember yesterday, we talked about how God's a good father, doesn't let people mess with his children. So God is gonna judge the nations that were um, evil and harmed and oppressed Israel. And so God's a good father. And after he does this, after he judges the nations, let's just read through this together. So Joel chapter three, verse 17 to the end of the book, it says, so you shall know that I am the Lord, your God. So why is God doing what he's doing? He, he wants his people to know. Y'all want you to know that I am the Lord, your God who dwells in Zion, my holy mountain and Jerusalem shall be Holy. And strangers shall never again pass through it. How awesome is that, right? Because think about Israel's history, man. It's always been one empire after another, one empire after another that's, that's coming through and taking them over. But God says, one day I'm going to establish my people and there's never going to be any strangers coming through there. There's never going to be any armies overtaking it. Like it is established forever. So cool. And in that day, I love this. The mountains shall drip, drip with sweet wine. And the hills that shall flow with milk, and all the stream beds of Judah shall flow with water. And a fountain shall come forth from the house of the Lord and water the Valley of Shittim. Does that not just sound amazing, right? I mean, it's this beautiful picture of like just lush hills and thunderous mountains and streams that are always flowing with water. It's really a Garden of Eden type picture, which is so cool you think about the Bible because in the Garden of Eden, what was that? It was God and man in perfect relationship together. Sin fractures that. And and it's been the story of the whole Bible of how God is going to reestablish and redeem and recreate what he had there with his people in the Garden of Eden. And this sounds so much like that, doesn't it? Just this flowing water, these lush hills. That's where God's people get to dwell. Look what he says in verse 19. Egypt shall become a desolation and Edom a desolate wilderness. For the violence done to the people of Judah. Because they have shed innocent blood in their land. So the enemies of Israel are gone. There's no more enemies in this place. There's, there's no more enemies to God's people. It's God's people with God in an incredible place, right? And I love it what it says. So in light of that, in light of what the enemies is going to happen to them, but Judah shall be inhabited forever and Jerusalem to all generations. I will avenge their blood blood I have not avenged for the Lord dwells in Zion. So God is establishing his people forever and ever and ever in a place where no enemy can come against them. Their enemies are gone. And it is a place that's incredible with with lush grass, with streams of water, this beautiful Garden of Eden type place. And and I hope this helps you see how just cool the whole Bible is when it fits together. Because think about this. You have the Garden of Eden, it's perfect perfect. God is with man, man is with God. Man rebels against God and sin begins to fracture the world, right? Sin just just sets into the world chaos and sin and rebellion and all these things. And you have these prophets telling the people at this point in time, at this moment in history, the prophets are proclaiming to the people, there's going to be a day, When for Joel, God pours out his spirit on us, when God restores us, brings salvation to us, there's gonna be a day, and then ultimately we're still looking forward to a day when God is going to to rid us of our enemies forever and establish Jerusalem once and for all. But there would still be this thing that they were wondering how that's gonna happen. Well, what do we know in the New Testament that that God has come, that that God would come in the flesh? John chapter one: the Word became flesh, that Jesus came, took our sin, died on the cross for our sin, was buried in the ground, rose triumphantly for us on the third day, accomplishing life everlasting. And the promise of Jesus is still the promise of Joel: that that He is going to return, He's going to make all things new, and read Revelation that He's going to establish a new heaven and a new earth. That sounds a like Joel is describing in chapter 3, verse 18. And so we have this hope, and they would have not understood how God's going to do it. But we know that God has done it and is doing it through the death, burial, and resurrection of his son. And that is just something awesome to rejoice in today. It's amazing how the Bible fits together. I hope you see that. If you have any questions about Joel, man, message us. Reach out to us with love to talk with you more about it. But, uh, man, what an encouraging book. It's an encouraging book. It's an intense book where, where it's dealing with some hard things. But, man, the hope that's embedded in it that for God's people, no one can mess with them. No one can mess with God's people. God is not gonna allow his enemies to win and God's going to establish his people forever and ever and ever. And because of Jesus, we have that same hope today. I love you. Can't wait tomorrow. What is it? Hosea, Joel, Amos. We're going through Amos tomorrow. And so I can't wait to do that with you. I love you. See you tonight, juniors.
0: Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock.